This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, what an episode. Ida Rodriguez crushed it. We talked about boring sex and moving a relationship too fast and getting dumped. Check it out. Share it with friends. This is a really fun episode. We got a sponsor, Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Listen, dudes, I'm going to level with you. What you're wearing right now is disgusting. You haven't washed it in weeks. Yes. Especially like undergarments. Yes. Like how important to you, Ida, are undergarments? If a guy has bad underwear on, Uh, are you doing it? Are you in? No, I'm not. You're not? No. And this is why Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Guys, I can't impress upon you enough how easy their website is to navigate. They've been super nice to, to me here. And I went on the website and I was just shocked that you can find whatever you need. And what you need is the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you'll ever wear. Don't you like when a guy has like a nice hoodie? Absolutely. I like when a guy is, takes care of himself. And it's like the little things. Yeah, absolutely. And And it's those little... Socks. Are that's a character call, guys. Key, Fox. key. <laughs> yeah. Here's what you do: you go to MacWeldon.com and you use the promo code JTrain, and we're gonna give you what us Jews call a deal. It's twenty percent off. Nice. Okay, that's awesome, and it gets you looking better, and it gets you laid more. And that's a significant discount. It's a significant discount. Twenty yeah. percent is a huge yeah, deal. Really- so go to MacWeldon.com. Use the promo code JTRAIN, get 20% off. That's MacWeldon.com, promo code JTRAIN, get yourself fixed up. J-Train Podcast, it's J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs, are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions, keep sending them in, it's outrageous the amount of emails we are getting right now, keep sending them in to Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com, uh, I just want to say it, I say it every week, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, telling your friends about the podcast. It's been quite the response. Um, I, I'm on Snapchat, JTrain56 on Snapchat, and it feathers my nuts every time I get a snap of you listening to the podcast or you on a road trip with a group of friends listening um, or you at work looking at the cubicle wall listening. Uh, those are depressing and fun at the same time. And it really is very cool. So keep sending those into me. Uh, JTrain56, it really is unbelievable. And also the different, the, the listeners, I got to say, I keep seeing, you know, in the snaps, you see their faces and it's, it's all the colors of the rainbow. Like it is varied to the nth degree. You don't even like every crayon in the box. And uh, it's really cool to see how it's growing and uh, keep telling your friends, keep spreading the word. It means a lot. Go on iTunes and give us a rating and all that stuff. I'm super excited about today's guest. We met, I think like a few weeks back and I've seen her around and I'm familiar with her comedy and she's super, super funny and I'm super excited to have her on. Ida Rodriguez, thank, thank you, you for coming on. I met you right before I bombed at the, the Comedy Cellar. It was right like, after. No, I met you right before. We, I had a good set that night. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I met you at the Village Underground and you had a great set. And then, <laughs> and you, so and then you. I saw you. And then we did Race Wars together, which yeah. is another podcast here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Uh, and we were talking then. You were talking about you had a rough set. Right. But you were in a very specific situation. Like yeah. that, you know, and listen, that is the thing. We know when we're bombing. Yeah, we do. And, and you know, it, you have friends come. I all have friends at shows that I've bombed, and they'll come up to be like, "Yeah, good job." And I'm they like, "Compensate." Yeah, 
shut up. <laughs> I heard the silence. There's nothing louder than silence. Listen, I'm aware when I bomb everywhere in the comedy club, At conversations, in the bedroom, <laughs> yes. conversation. I know when I bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my that's my major issue with the internet as a whole. Like yeah. no one bombs on the internet. No, no, no. Everybody's awesome. Everyone's awesome because if someone doesn't like what you said, they're a troll. Yeah. And if they like what you said, they're the smartest fucking person in the world. Absolutely. And so that's why now we have a lot of loud, dumb people. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> I started I, I started questioning myself because I was like, maybe I don't know what killing it means because everybody's yeah, killing Everyone it. is killing everybody it Everybody killed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, everyone's killing the internet because no one sees the screenshot that has been taken of their shit and sent to <laughs> everyone else being like, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> and I'm sure, and, and part of life is knowing that you've had your shit screenshot. Absolutely. And sent to someone else with the caption, Jared right. Freed is a fucking idiot loser, not funny asshole. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I live every day, little piece of me has that in my ear. And I think that's why we become comedians and Abs can go on stage and do to. well. Somebody accidentally sent me the text of my own screenshot telling me No that fucking sucked. way. That's <laughs> hilarious. And that is, uh, imagine that, you know, and now you put yourself in their shoes and you're yeah. like, that's the worst day of that person's life. Yeah. Like well, they you can't know, say I just, anything. I, I just responded with LOL. Because I think, <laughs> I think they did a, you know how sometimes you group text people yes. and they have, you have this saved group. Yes. And then when you you're like uh, And you can click on it and like the names like if you write one name yeah, they all come, come up. up. And you and they so she they were like the the text was like yo she's eating it right now. Oh no. <laughs> oh that would eat me to my core. I well listen, one set we all everyone bombs and I'm going to say this, Ida you're fucking hysterical. Thank you so much. I you. love what thank you. I love watching you on stage and all of you guys should go follow Ida on Twitter and Facebook. Where you said that's your that's your spot? Yeah, Facebook is my 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 like page is where people come to threaten me, okay, um, to tell me that I'm a piece of shit. They've called me the c word, the b word, the n word, the r word, the there we f go. word. So and if you want to watch the fire burn, go to Ada <laughs> Ida Rodriguez on Facebook and also at Funny Ida on Twitter. And she's just been on the nightly show. We were yeah. just talking about that, and she's going to be at Broad Ripple in Indianapolis June 16th through 18th, Denver Improv June 30th through July 3rd. Those are fantastic clubs. If you're in those areas, go fucking check out Ida. She's fucking Come on, awesome. Ladies, let's get talk out about there. it. Let's... I like the guys like me too, though. So. No, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, so... and I am of you. You know what? Because every time people think that I, I wrote this blog when I did last Comic Standing about how hard it is for me sometimes because I have to go up against these young white guys that are talking about fucking cats. <laughs> and so, oh, my bad, fucking cats with cancer. Okay, Excuse well, me. wait, who, who's talking? Uh, not that's not me. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. not at all. So yeah. people just drew this like broad generalization. Yeah to say that I thought that all male white young comics were, and I was like no that's not what I'm saying yeah. I roll with a lot of comedians I saw you and I was like he's fucking funny like he's got his own thing on stage you respect when you say everything's individualized yeah, that, that's the thing we live I've said this in the last few episodes of this podcast and right now we live in a world where if you love chocolate you hate vanilla yes and it's like that yes. isn't how life works yes. it's in the gray there's people I like what they do there I like what they yes. do there I hate what they do there and I think a lot of it like the guy who talking about fucking cat cancer I know the type of guy you're talking about he wasn't funny though. and I hate was, that dude too yeah everybody exactly, <laughs> everybody in the audience was looking like what's going on like I thought this was a comedy show you could hear the like rumbling in the back well know? this is my other opinion about comedy I talked a little bit about this off mic last uh, when we taped the last episode is like it's so much easier to, to as a person that's uh, like a gatekeeper in comedy yeah. to be in on the weird dude yes because you're never wrong about the weird dude you can just say you don't get it right if and you know and then with the you know someone with a broader appeal someone that's talking yes. about real shit finally somebody you, said it <laughs> no but you can say well I'm not in on that not funny to me I'm uh -huh. super intelligent so I like this is I mean this is kind of the reason I love doing this podcast is I I you can go find your people yeah, and the people that like this podcast or people that like to laugh don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, and they want to know how to get some more P in the V and some more P in their V. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to help them do that. Are you ready to help them? Let's do this. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. You can send anything in. We love answering your questions. Here with Ida Rodriguez at Funny Ida. Also, Ida.Rodriguez on Facebook. She's going to be at Broad Ripple in Indianapolis. Going to be at the Denver Improv mm -hmm. and go check her out. Po uh, this is, 
I like this email. Boring sex. Let's get right into it. Ooh, is that from a girl or a guy? This is Hi Daddy J. I just recently. Uh, this is from a lady email. So hit the music, man, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> It's a chick email. (laughs) The best. I just recently started listening to the podcast. I'm currently obsessed with it. I would love to continue feathering your nuts, but I'm in a sticky situation. I've been dating a guy for the past three years, and things are starting to go downhill, especially in the bedroom. The sex is starting to get boring as fuck and is driving me crazy. I mentioned bringing in toys, new positions, whips, and handcuffs. I personally like being spanked, and he will not do it, even if I beg for it. That, that sounds hot right now. Her uh, begging. No, I just Boo. got turned on. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, he's totally against all the ideas. What do I do? Should I just take sex off the table altogether or just deal with the boring sex? Would love any advice. Thank you. Um, I've been there. Um, I have been there. I was there for a long time. What, what was I? Do you have a specific situation? Do you remember well, trying? I, yeah, I just, yeah, I remember um, this guy was so... Uh, oh. So, so, he was just weird. When I talked about oral sex with him, yeah. he was like, who have you been hanging out with? Have you been hanging out with hoes? Like, really? I don't want you to... So, for me, I feel like you don't want me to do that, but you pro- you're probably doing it with somebody else because you want to hold me in this different light. Oh, I, never th- I would never think of it that way, but you're saying... That there are some girls that you you know guys are willing to do that with, and some that they're yeah, not. Yeah, some guys are, are fucked up in the head like that. Or he may be just not be her guy. Yeah, because she sounds adventurous. She has a sense of self. Yeah. she knows who she is. She has a strong sexual appetite. Yeah, she find somebody that's going to do that for her. Like, don't waste three more years, baby. Don't waste it. And also, if he's just like no, Mm-mm. like there's no area for leeway like why he won't even have the conversation and i i'll say this i i don't know if i've we if i've said this on a past episode but here's every guy's a little bit nervous about bringing up weird shit yeah because and this is a guy girl thing and you and just Mm -hmm. my from my point of view like i i mean listen i i very recently i had a full finger up my ass and Mm -hmm. i was sitting there being like not so bad, but I, <laughs> I wasn't the one pushing for that. Right. And, and as a guy, the reason you don't push for that is because it's a little, imba- you always, if I bring up to a girl, I want to do this kinky, weird thing. There's always the possibility of her being like, what? Yeah. Well, also and like the your, music going, ah! your sexuality is always up for a question yes. when you do stuff like that. But if a girl is doing that to you and you're turned on by the girl doing that to you, then that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. But mm-hmm. I, I'm saying like, if I, here's the fear with every guy. And I think this is, this is, if I go, if I do bring up weird shit to a girl, okay. Right. And then it ends badly. Then we see each other in a bar like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. She has the power to yell to the whole bar. There's the guy that wants a finger up his ass. And now everyone in the bar is just like, ew, weirdo, I think he might be gay. <laughs> and now reverse that situation. If we if the girl brought up something weird to me and then two weeks later You're we see slut shaming. And I, and no, not even just slut shaming. If I go, that chick wants a finger up her ass, everyone instead of looking at her weird, they're like, Oh, I want to fuck her. Yeah. Like the guy will be like, oh like all my friends will be like, but so I she gets think, a little weird. I like that. So you see, like the issue is like anything weird on a girl. You're like guys are like freaky, uh-huh. and then anything weird on a dude. They're like this guy uh, fucking likes his mom too much. But, <laughs> like, I, but I guess it's who you're dealing with because women. Totally. Uh, some of us like men who are freaky. We yeah. want to be with somebody who's who's gonna get who's gonna keep it moving. Like every single every single journey is gonna be an experience for us. I think she should whisper in his ear when they're in the middle of having sex. Okay. Whisper in his ear, can I bring someone in the room? And see how he reacts. But you have to do it while he's in the heat of the moment. Like a girl? And wait. And then say, uh, if I could bring anybody in the room, who would you want me to bring? Uh, and see who he says. And I like that I, well, what I love about that advice is like, let's get a little creative mm-hmm. in a high pressure situation and if he can't even do the imaginary like even if yeah, he brings up like exactly, a celebrity exactly. like that's even fine at least you got the ball rolling a little bit yeah. you started let's start with a step not with a sprint mm-hmm. you know so whispering a little something maybe even just like you know I, I would even like just fucking squeeze on his balls a little too hard she sounds nice I would walk in there with the doll and say 
<laughs> touch on, show me on the doll where they touched you. <laughs> but even, but here's the thing. I, I would agree with your advice. Start small. Start with something like that. If he won't even entertain that idea, then it's maybe this isn't the right match. Or maybe he may be gay. He could be gay. I mean, that's the thing. You got to be a little bit. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about having a finger up my ass. And I'm yeah, like, maybe that, he's gay. But it's like, you got to, that doesn't, but you got to be a little gay to be straight. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so he, this Boom, guy is maybe so straight that he's gay. And here's the thing. We're all puzzle pieces. You got to find that other piece that fits with your puzzle. And maybe this isn't it. And right now what girls will do is they'll look a lot of girls are like bad investors. They're like, well, I put three years into this. Bad investors will be like, I put $100,000 into this stock. But the stock is a penny stock now. Okay? The stock right. is worth shit. Right. Who cares how many years you put into a relationship? If it's worth shit and you're not having a great time, then it isn't worth to keep putting money into a bad investment. So sometimes it's okay. And so- I think start small, and then the next step is if he won't even have that conversation, then he's blocking you off to his world, and it's not going to get any more serious than it already is. And it's a journey anyway. It's, it's part of her learning, part of her experience of learning who she is mm -hmm. and what she likes and what she doesn't like so she can take that to her next relationship where she can get her freak on. Totally. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ida Rodriguez Yay. at Funny Ida. Also, Ida.Rodriguez on Facebook. Go find her. Support her. Let's do this one. Coming home to awkward. Okay. Okay. I just finished up my freshman year, now abroad for a couple of weeks. Closest thing I could get to a full semester abroad. Anyways, I'm about to head home for the first time in months, and I'm looking forward to seeing my friends and family for the most part. I'm coming back to this girl who I have a history with, and I'm really just knowing, uh, and I'm really just knowing how I should play this. A little backstory. She touched my penis. I think she liked it. I definitely did. She might have been impressed by the size. She probably wasn't. <laughs> that's the backstory he really laid it out there okay so he's got a medium penis and okay. they've done the no pants dance more or less relevant information we were best friends and all of our other good friends are really close so we'll have to see each other a lot this summer at one point we were trying a long distance uh, thing through college but when we decided against it it ended super poorly so they tried to be long distance in college. It didn't end well. She told all of her and my friends that I'm an asshole, but because I went away for school, I wasn't really there to share my side of the story. Long, long story long, all the girls don't really like me that much. My good guy friends are fine with it, but they want to hang with all the girls still. Understandable. I don't have any problems seeing her out with uh, uh, or our friends, but if they're just going to be weird about it, I don't want to make it awkward. He said, I would 100% play the no pants dance with her again. So just lots of angles. Any advice uh, would be great. What do you think? Well, you know, she feels rejected by the guy with mm. the medium dick. Mm -hmm. like, so she's, she's <laughs> Strongly rejected by a medium. Yeah, yeah, a large rejection from a medium dick. Her ego. Um, I think that he. I think he should talk to her. I think yeah. he should have a talk with her because their friends aren't going anywhere, and it's going to stay awkward until they address. Totally. The I, and here's what the the friends are really don't matter at all. They, they're the distraction. They're absolutely. You're, those are the. You got to see the forest through the trees. They're the trees that are in the way. Yeah. Fuck those friends. They're going to be cool once you two are cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And also, this big group of friends just wants to hang out and not be awkward together. Yeah. They just want all this to go away so that everyone can start touching each other's penis and vagina. Like, but I, I think they should have sex and get the tens the tension out of the way and I, see. I what think it the is. the move is twofold. Um, I had this situation where I went to a wedding recently where an ex was there mm -hmm. and it didn't end well with us, but this is the first time I'm going to see her since it ended. Okay. And I went back and my move was like a laser beam. I was like, the minute I get there, I'm going to let, let her be angry. Yeah. I'm cool. That's right. And I think you can own the anger. You can own the anger. You can own the coolness. And you should always own the coolness in these situations. You don't have any issues with this girl. No. This guy has no issue. All he wants is to have the water go under the bridge. So if you come with that attitude the first time you see each other, I went to this wedding, saw this girl, and I was like, hey, great to see you. Mm -hmm. Big smile on my face. I was excited to see her. And she was fucking rattled. <laughs> You know, like and it messed and, her head up. It yeah. messed her up because you know she was expecting my side of the room, her side of the room. I yeah. was like, no, 
It's I'm coming man. right at you with hugs. That's dope. Yeah, and that's what I did. And she got really weird. She would like, instead of talking to me like face to face, she turned a shoulder towards me and then would like have the conversation over her shoulder as I'm like, how's your family? How's everything going? How was, like, and like, I'm literally. <laughs> Jedi mind trick. Exactly. Ladies, and then, listen. And also her friend was there. The friend was trying to give me attitude too. And I'm like, oh, good to see you too. <laughs> you know, I was literally like the most happy to see them. And I think that's how he should play it because the minute you go and you go in there happy to see her have questions ready girls love talking about them everyone loves talking about themselves not just girls but that's funny ever and you're like how's school how's the summer going what are you doing over the summer do you have any job like get into her story uh, and be super pumped about it i think so and i think he should also let her know that him deciding not to be in a relationship with her long distance was out of consideration for yes. her yes you know, he was really looking out for her. Totally. Because he could have just been cheating on her abroad, and that's not cool. And they could it could have been a long, drawn-out, yeah. not-poor thing, but that in the long run is really the poorest thing of all. Always, because women feel so devalued in this society. Whenever mm. you make a woman feel valued, you always win. If you tell yes. her, because I have respect for you, and because you mean this much to me, this is why I decided to do this. Yes. Not because of the opposite. And, you can't lose with And that. listen, sex will come. I think this was, I yeah. think this will be. If he goes it, down on her, he's gonna win. Yeah, go down on her, obviously. But I'm saying, like, if you, you gotta play it to the propping her up first, Absolutely. and to be able to get to that point. So, like, don't put the cart before the horse. You don't want to do sex before no. before the. Be excited to see her. Don't the friends don't fucking matter. They don't their no. opinions because if what the the thought process is, oh, I'll go to her friends and tell the friends how sorry I am. No. But then you're playing a game of telephone. No, They're you're like, on the you're in the driver's seat. Stay you're in the, in the driver's, driver's seat. seat. So go right up to her, say hello. And then the second part of the advice is when you get alone outside of the party and these question and answers, the interview's over. Mm-hmm. Now you say, hey. I'm really sorry about how it went down. Um, I only it only went down that way because I value, you know, the person that you are, and I wasn't going to be a person that was going to cheat on you at college. I'm happy that we ended it, but not because I'm happy that I got away from you. I'm just happy that it, we could end it before it got worse than it would have been. Yeah, I, I'm a rom- romantic comedy fanatic. I've mm. seen them all from before I was born till I've seen every corny, every bad one, every low yeah. budget. <laughs> I'll tell you one scene uh, from uh, something to talk about with Julia Roberts and Dennis Quaid. There was so much tension, so much awkwardness between them. Mm. They were in this big setting where everybody was around, where everybody was looking. And he grabbed Julia Roberts and put her on the dance floor and made her dance. There we go. And little by little, the tension. And he was just adoring her on the dance floor. And by the end of the night, it was over. But that's the same thing that, you know, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like he came in, you know, Dennis, let's quade this shit. Yes. You know, come in, (laughs) come in with energy and happiness and an excitement to see her. And all that shit just goes away. All the little nicky nacky shit that her friends want to bring up because they're just trying to, feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know? Well, he also, she feels like he... De- They're protecting he, her. He devalued yeah. her. So. And just put that shit away. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. What's up, guys? This is Rob Fox from the Inside TFM Podcast. You can hear us every Thursday talk about all the dumb, drunk shit we did and what's going on at TFM and our takes on uh, just what's going on around colleges in the country. So subscribe to us on iTunes or you can catch us on the site every Thursday. We're here with Ida Rodriguez at Funny Ida on Twitter. Funny uh, Ida dot Rodriguez on Facebook. That's where you get to watch people <laughs> yell at her for some reason. <laughs> every day. Uh, let's do this one. Um, Memorial Day weekend problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A weekend problem. I started dating this girl in February. Things have gotten very serious very fast. We go to the same school and everything is going great so far. Her best friend from home has a house in Block Island. And they invited us to come spend Memorial Day weekend there. Sounds pretty fucking great, right? Yes. Totally agree. Block Island's fucking awesome, too. Ah, okay. Here's the issue. My girlfriend's ex-boyfriend is the stepbrother of this best friend. Wow, they sound like the Kardashians. I know, right? <laughs> Lord Disick over here. What is, it's, hold on. So he's going. So the Memorial Day weekend is at. We're going to school. Her best friend has a house. So the best friend's stepbrother is the ex boyfriend. And he's going to the house. 
uh, put two and two together and you guessed it, I just fell into a trap where I'm going to have to spend the entire weekend with a family I don't know, with an ex-boyfriend of a year under the same roof. Oh, and, and it's not even her family. It's the friend's family. Looking for advice you might have about what the move is here. How do you think I should play this? Do you think I should uh, keep a low profile? By the way, not going isn't really an option as she brings up how excited she is about the trip. Thanks for the advice, totes preach. But I, w- I wouldn't, why wouldn't he go? I mean, why wouldn't he go? Why? He's got to go. No, but the fact that she invited him under those circumstances is indicative of what he means to her. Yes. So why why are you even worried about the other dude? He's yeah, not you even have a to, factor. He's not even a factor. You have to lean mm-hmm. on the knowledge is gives you confidence. I was talking, we were yeah. talking in the beginning where it's like, I was asking you, pronounce your name. Right. Because it, it's spelled Ida. A-I-D-A. Right. And I was like, is it Ida or is it Aida? Like I wasn't. And it's I was Aida. Like, it's Aida. Or, but, I was, but you said Ida at right. first. And I was like, okay, Ida. I'll remember that. And I was like, and we were saying like, knowing that we had this conversation, yes. I'm going to come at you with a hard Ida. Right. Every time I see you, you have confidence. It, but if we didn't have that conversation, I'd be like, "Hey, m- 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 what's up?" This kid's a genius, <laughs> you know. So I'm saying, lean, uh, and this is you can't keep going to her. What will devalue this dude, you know, sexually? Yeah, will be like, Are "You sure I want to come?" You yeah, think that, it's gonna that makes be- you seem wimpy. Wimpy. You, you should be the the quarterback. You, you should roll up in that bitch. You should act like you own that fucking yeah. house. You should walk in. Check out the fridge. Carry bags. Yes. Open doors. Help with shit. Make and then him look like a here. And here's how you make him look. You ha- here's how you show that you got the big swinging dick. You go right up to him, and he's your new best friend. Absolutely. You're boozing with him when the when the drinking games start. It's you and him. Fuck yep. your girlfriend. You're gonna fuck her later. That's right. You're gonna fuck him right now yeah. on this beer pong court. I'm with you, know? you on that. So 100%. You, you lock into him and you guys are fucking boys. Play chess, not checkers. Exactly. So keep shit. your enemies closer. So you just got to lock into him and be like, strong handshake. Heard not, like when you meet him, heard nothing but awesome things about you. Can't wait to hang out. So pumped to be at your house. And embrace her every time he's around. Put totally. Your, but don't be douchey. Like yeah. put your hand around her waist when you're talking to him. Be cool with her, but he'd be even cooler with him. Mm-hmm. He, you got to go through the storm That's not right. around it who's because, the boss yes exactly and then it will come up like all this will do will make you will elevate you in her mind everybody's okay. gonna love you just make love sure they're, they're like oh my he's awesome i oh, came in here and like you know this is another thing like women love when you're just cool with other people around them like it's a very like i don't know you can speak to this better than i could I but I, I can always tell girls more into me when i when she sees me sing dance and dust around the friends yeah, yeah. And know, don't, like, don't be mean don't be intentionally no. like don't be competitive no just be confident prop him up that's yeah. the thing people think confidence is like is the least confident people are the people that try to like own you yeah you listen on twitter <laughs> right and the most confident people are the ones that try and pre- uh, prop you up so if you go in there and you're like you look at him and you're like and you're like even if you're just sitting at the beer barrel with all the ice and the beers in it, and you look at him you go fresh beer toss and now you toss him the beer you set him up for a good catch I agree. on a natty light now you guys are a team now magic johnson there on you the go basketball <laughs> stockton malone right yes. there j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com moving way too fast oh this is from a female listener hit the music man sam (laughs) (laughs) i love this (laughs) a few weeks ago i met this guy on hinge now hinge is a dating app we haven't really spoken about are you on any dating apps no none have you ever no okay that sounded like you held for a second have you have you perused uh, I have, I have. Okay. Um, I got uh, waitlisted by uh, Raya. Raya. <laughs> so, so this happened Sunday night. Um, Raya, and for those at home, is the famous Tinder, and yeah. you have to apply <laughs> to get into it. And so, I was encouraged to apply. Did you get in? I haven't found out yet. I'm so, still waiting. I applied Sunday night. Oh, Sunday. My friend is on there. So I have friends that are on there. And yeah. one of them was like, she said they're racist. She's like, every white girl I know has gotten approved and they really? all have less credits than you. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. But, it well, was, but it's by your, based on your Instagram. It's based on your Instagram. And I, I was like, and the person encouraged me to do it has like 
900,000 followers. And I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm not going to get on this thing. He's like, I'll be your referral. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now he's my referral, and I'm like waiting. Maybe get, you should get on. I would love to. I want to see, see how I can yeah. fuck this up. <laughs> you know, like, I deleted it because they told me to check again. Like they would, they let you know, and I, I deleted it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you don't but want to be I, fucking I waitlisted. No, no, but I did it. I wanted the screenshot of me getting waitlisted. That's hilarious for a blog post. Yeah, I know I'm an asshole. Like I don't want to be no, all right, I'm, I'm, but I'm I with like, it. I, I materials, material. No, because my friends showed me like the guys that were on there. Mm. Like those are. I, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I do all there's right. Some, there's some comics that I've seen that yeah. I know that are on there. So I was like, I'll, I'll put it in there. I, I don't think I'm getting on, but I, I had a good referral. I think you will. We'll see. I'll, to be continued, J Train Podcast listening audience. Yeah. To be continued. But Hinge is basically you have to have friends in common to be able to match over Hinge. Hinge was like the in between between Tinder and Bumble. Okay. So okay. now this is like, I haven't been on there in a while. We talked for a little bit. He seemed nice enough. A lot of similar interests. Good job. Pretty easy on the eyes as well. We decided to get dinner last week and it was okay. Not super great. Not horrible. Just okay. Mm. But not. But knowing first dates are just awkward in general, I agreed to go on a second date to give him another chance. Here's what I'm going to say to our female listeners. And Ida, maybe you can explain <laughs> to me why this happens. Why do girls do this? Like I know there's a there I know there's like a there's a pool of good guys mm -hmm. that doesn't seem very large, but it's larger than the, going back out with someone that you're not positive about. A first date should be the most fun. Yeah, I agree. You know, if you're not having the rat tat tat, little you know, touching the leg under the table, if that's not going down, why are you wasting? Why do you think women do this? Um, because uh, low self esteem. Um, uh, lost the faith in relationships, mm. believing propaganda that there are no good guys out there. Just the socialization of women. I think that, that I think as a grown woman, I'll tell you, young young girls, mm. because they tell you that uh, there's so much uh, so much to do with morality when it comes to dating, and people are always judging other people. If you go on a first date with a guy, you mm. should want to bang him, even yes. if you don't. Yes, you should say you should already be thinking. Oh, I can't wait to hit this. Can't wait because that doesn't it, mean you have to do it. That doesn't mean yeah. you have to do it that time. You you have your own measure of what you, how what what your process is and how you do it. But if you don't feel that from the beginning, you probably never will. And you yeah and listen, you're probably right. Yeah, you know just, you know trust we, your girls, intuition. Women like to attribute that characteristic to men, like that men know immediately. So do you. Yes. You just gotta trust your gut. And, and it, I used to have a friend. She would do this all the time. She's like, I it didn't go well, but no. you know he's they're they're kind of like talking about it like like a restaurant that sucks. Well, I talk, I got <laughs> like a like a I call it the checklist. Like okay. a lot of girls, if he checks off on a list, they mm. think I don't want to be involved with somebody just because they they have a good job, they've I never been to the jail. Checklist. Yeah, I don't I do hate. that. That's not chemistry driven. No, and it, it's always just like she said, good job, easy on the eyes. But wait a minute. Did he make you wet? No. Did you check off the wet box? No. And that's the box that you can't really you know, put at the bottom of those mm -hmm. boxes. It's not, it's not math. It's just the feeling of it all. And a, a lot of girls are like, they, they at good restaurants don't do a lot of marketing. Absolutely. They say, I got good food. Come to my fucking restaurant if you want. And that's not a description of Bill Gates when he was in college. <laughs> no, you know it what is I'm not. <laughs> no, right? no, Bill Gates would be like, oh, hard on the eyes. Um, he, goes, <laughs> he, he can't even talk he to didn't, me. He didn't finish school. He didn't even finish school. He didn't graduate. He's, he's involved with some startup that he has no money in. I know. Nerdy, hangs out in his garage. Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking weirdo. No, what I'm saying. Like, it, it, you you know, good restaurants will be like, listen, we're full. Yeah. No exceptions. That's right. And I think a lot of girls need to treat themselves like good restaurants. You know, like they got to be like, mm -hmm. listen. And you have to have vision, ladies. You yeah. People are not, you never know where someone's going to land. So you rather be with a guy that you can ride it out with and build an empire with than to be with someone who's already where you think they're supposed to be. Yeah. And it's just going to drag you along for yeah, the Yeah, you ride. don't want to get placed into the passenger seat of a car that already exists. You want to be in the mm -hmm. Toyota looking at the, the Ferrari that might be coming down the line. Yeah, she writes, so we decided on hanging out last Saturday to watch the Kentucky Derby together in a local bar. It seemed hard enough. However, it ended up being one of the worst dates of my dating career. <laughs> That's done. He got belligerently drunk. It was incredibly rude to the bartender. 
bad move, dudes. Now Don't you do know that. Who he is? Because we apparent because apparently she sucked at making mint juleps. Oh. And it was a girl. Oh, <laughs> now you know who he is. <laughs> now, hold on. Nothing sounds douchier than, than going than saying to a bartender, "This isn't even a good mint julep." I know. As if. He drinks moot mint juleps any other day of the year than the, than on the Kentucky that? Derby. It, it appears that a lot of douchebags went to the Kentucky Derby. Did Was you see it? that video that went viral of the guys fighting? No. And they I were mean, like the white guys with the cardigans. Listen, and they those got are, into a those world, are my people. That was a world star fight. <laughs> yeah. It was a world star fight at really? the Kentucky Derby. Yes. That's hilarious. Okay, I gotta go find that. When I saw him pull out the... Oh, so then she writes, and on top of all that, he dipped. No offense to any listeners who do it, but for me personally, when I saw him pull out the tobacco... I almost threw up my mouth. Huge turnoff for me. Long story short, after the derby ended, he wanted to get dinner and hang out, but I faked not feeling well and just went home and thankfully his drunk ass bought it. So for the past couple of days, I've been trying to figure out the best way to shake this guy. No. Was very tempted to just go for ghosting. No. I know it's super rude, but shut up. We've all done it at some point. However, today he had flowers delivered to my office and a note included on how he was thinking of me, how pretty he thought I was. Normally, I I would be excited and super flattered by all this, but I'm just panicking. He sounds First, like Ike Turner. Oh, really? Yeah, he sounds like a... a <laughs> I was going to say, that's, a, I, I, that's why I was shaking my head. It's a, it, that's very manipulative yeah. behavior. Well, that's you know? the move. It, classic abuser. It's also classic, um, back to the checklist, like he knows the things that are factually what you should do, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really understand anything beneath that, like the soul of what you should do. And the soul of what you should do is like have a fun time on a date. Yeah. The sending flowers is like buying, you know, your kid's affection. He sounds like an alcoholic, an abuser, <laughs> an abuser. A drunk mouth speaks a sober mind. Yeah. And I think even when you get super drunk, you, you're not an asshole to people. No, you don't no, treat no, no, people. no. You know you what I mean? Do that. It's just, Here's, he, she writes, second, he clearly thinks this is going somewhere super serious and I want to make it clear that I'm not interested. What's the best way to go about this? It's not that I don't want a relationship. I just don't want one with him. I should email. also mention he asked how many kids I want in the future on that second date just uh, to give you a clearer picture of the type of guy I'm dealing with. I think it's pretty clear. Send an email. It, it's not I, wouldn't, the wor- I wouldn't do it face-to-face with someone like that. No. Well, here's, here's what I'll say about this. It's so funny that like all these things that like like we hear the front story and then we're like and then he, she's like Annie sent flowers and we're like oh fuck this dude yeah. you know like that's like the nicest and it, it just shows <laughs> that if someone doesn't like you there's nothing you can do yeah like he could have sent been like and she could have written and he sent me this diamond ring and we like and we'd be like oh he's gonna hit you yeah <laughs> you know like it's you. just like you you can't force these things. Yeah. You know? I, I also always pay attention to people and how they treat uh, waiters and waiters totally. serve, people that are in the service industry. It's a very good indicator of who those people are. I, my, I, I have a family member that was dating this guy and we got in a cab together in New York City. And like, listen, how you getting in a cab in New York City, sometimes you go a way that maybe you shouldn't go. But right. like, I don't know. The cab right. driver wants to get there fast too, I think, yeah. you know. And he was just yelling at this cab driver about ways to go. And it's like, and he was visiting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is this isn't about the way we're going. This is about you being in charge of somebody. Yeah. And it's like, it's just very telling about the way, you know, back to confidence. That's and, a good point. And like you can always tell how confident someone is about when they have the when they're the boss of a situation. You can always tell people that really miss slavery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, they're just <laughs> they've been dreaming about it. I, I think uh what you're saying is there's a time there's all this discussion of when to do things um, as far as breaking up and ending yeah. with a guy like this because he sounds like an alpha. Yeah. He sounds like he likes himself mm-hmm. a lot. And he's not listening to her. He's not going to listen to anything. I think you send one email. Yes. Or and if you don't want to, if it's a text, that's fine too. And blind copy the police department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. BCC, uh, the local police. Uh, but I'm saying <laughs> send it, but you with a guy. It's like a vampire. Yeah. You got to hit him right in the fucking heart. You got to be direct and you have to be vicious. You have to be, be clear. Because guys have ego. Yeah. And listen, when I'm swiping on Tinder, you know, when a girl swipes on Tinder, she thinks every guy she doesn't get a match with already said no. Yeah. When a guy swipes on Tinder, she hasn't seen me yet. Yeah, you know, he, he sounds like a sociopath. Like yes. he sounds like he. So I, I would send an email. I had a stalker before. You did. I did. How did a you real, deal with a that? A real stalker uh, through the police department. Yeah. Uh, this guy sent me a fourteen-page email. Oh God. Uh, and, uh, letter actually it was a, a letter, and it said that um, he said I can't wait. 
I, I had not ever gone on a date with him. And, yeah. But he was like, I can't wait for you to meet my mom and my sister. I'm going to take you to Denver. <sighs> and I, if I was paralyzed from fear because it yeah. was really freaky. Those people don't understand. When somebody who doesn't know you that well is mm-hmm. already talking to you about having kids, yeah. they're they're a little off. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. They're yeah, already yeah. off, so I wouldn't put myself in a situation. With here's you. the other thing. I, I think a lot of people like to don't want to like give importance to their situation. They're like, ah, it's just a guy yeah. and – it's okay to take these things seriously. Absolutely. So and it's okay to Especially be Especially now. And it's okay to be direct. Yeah. It's okay to say, "Hey, listen. It was great. It was nice meeting you. You can send a text very easy. It was nice meeting you. I appreciate the flowers. This won't work for us. I'm moving on." I'm not interested. And yeah. and you, you have, have to, to say, say it as clear as you can because you can't leave any out. You no, can't be like, "Don't say you're dating somebody else." Yeah, don't make it about anybody else. May you and I are not the yeah. match. You have to be you have to enunciate like this guy's never in, like it's an ESL yeah, class. English absolutely. is a second language. Like this guy can't understand because I, I just know as a guy if, you know, the ego is like literally yeah. the thing that will bring a man down and it is lethal. So yeah. you have to fight that as a, as an ender. And I think that's what she needs. And to when do. you go get that restraining order, the police department <laughs> is going to ask you if yeah. you are very clear with your. Oh, husband. really? Yeah. They want to, you know, women, we, we have that double standard that we deal with when we're the, when we're the victims, we always end up in, you know, on mm-hmm. the stand. So they're going to always ask you, were you clear? Did you send the message? So make sure that you draw the line. It's for mm. your safety above all things. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Ida.Rodriguez on Facebook. Funny Ida on Twitter. We're going to do one more email. Does that sound good? Yes. They Let's sound do great. one more. Here, I'll give you the choice of what the subject is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Summer friends with benefits situation. Post-grad living near campus. Love shack that looks like a rape den. Oh, I that one. That one. One hundred percent. Hey, J Train, love the podcast. Been listening since I was a shitty intern and still listening as a shitty salaried worker. I've been on the post grad game for a little while now, and while it's mostly good, I've run into a bit of a problem. I went to school in Los Angeles and unexpectedly decided a week before graduation to stay in L.A. and join a rotational program in the hopes of getting a full-time job at the company. Having, having, figured out my sh- having figured my shit out too late to get a place with friends and not knowing if I'd even have a job in three months, I took the cheap, first cheap studio apartment I could find. Flash forward nearly two years, I'm fully employed and uh, with a comfortable salary, but still living in the same shitty studio. I have friends living close enough that I'm never bored on the weekends and the rent is pretty low for LA so I can splurge on things I really care about like travel and top shelf booze. <laughs> the important things yeah, in life. Very important yeah, things. the problem is the place is a real shithole. The building looks like a sketchy motel where local politicians go to cheat on their wives and the and he puts in quotes apartment is roughly the size and configuration of your average dorm room. I've tried to polish the turd as much as possible but I'm still mortified at the thought of bringing home a drunk six from the bar. Let alone any potential girlfriend material as luck would have it it became uh became a big fan of the away court while in college comfier beds no awkward trying to get her to leave and for some reason every girl has a thousand pillows which allow for extra creativity in the sack and since graduation i've managed to keep all my sexual encounters away from my apartment but i'm worried that this isn't sustainable especially if i end up in a relationship and let's face it the uber of shame isn't quite as fun as the stride of pride am i right to hide my depressing living conditions at all costs or should i say fuck it and start hosting home games is there any way to make my sad little studio inviting enough for potential conquest to stick around for a friendlier game of hide the pickle? Hilarious. <laughs> that was a, f- a very well-written email. I was, was going to say that. I was going to say that he is a creative writer. Great writing. This is a guy, right? This is a dude. Yeah. Uh, and it also, easy for me to read. Sometimes they get difficult no, for me. No, but it was very vivid, clear yeah. language. You could see what he was saying. I, I see it all. So he Have, should use that creativity for that fucking apartment. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Get <laughs> well, a fish should, tank or something. Use some those shit. words. And uh, you have ever been to a building and it looks like shit on the outside and then you go into somebody's apartment yes. and you're like, damn, this is nice. They did a good job. It, yeah. it actually says more about the person yeah. than it does, you know, once you get in, you're like, oh, look what you did. So get some Bud Light and leave that top shelf liquor. Yeah. <laughs> and go to Ikea and, and dress up your place. Dress you, it up. Yeah. Especially if you you said girlfriend material, which means you are looking for somebody who could possibly be your girlfriend. Yeah. Aren't Keeping they, it clean is so important, too. Yeah. I, I, I've told this on the podcast before. I brought home a girl who literally 
left after seeing how dirty my apartment was. Like literally brought her upstairs, was ready to go to fucking fuck town. And she looked at it and was like, no, I'm leaving. Yeah. This is disgusting. <laughs> and so I got cop locked by my own fucking apartment, my own living space. And I remember cleaning up the next day. It took me like a whole day to clean it. And I was like, I can't fucking live like this. That's so funny. keeping it clean is like a huge thing. Yeah. Um. Also, like, have you ever been in a situation where you came back to a place and you're like, you, like oh, yeah. what was what do you want to see when you're brought back to a place uh, first of all clean is most important that's I the think, most important because that that means there are some things you can't help if the building is not a new building you can't, can't help, help that it. but to keep that a clean bathroom is mm. it's so for a woman uh, women notice that shit too yeah they they notice shit that i'm like you notice that because you feel like you're in a scary movie when you're in a bathroom everything is closing in on you it's not your bathroom you're yeah. already so much you and know, women have things in the bathroom that I can't even understand like you guys have like you know m- m- like fucking items that I don't even know about yeah. you know and like I don't want to see pubic hair on the corners mm. of the floor Okay, yeah, yeah. I gotta go home and clean <laughs> my fucking shit. The, no. the bathtub can't doesn't have to be filthy. I, I think keeping it clean is like paramount uh, to this whole thing. I think also um, bedding. Yes. Get yourself go invest in some great bedding. They have sales. They have sales. And go to li- Macy's. He lives in Los Angeles. Mexicans are selling bedding on the corners of Shell gas stations. <laughs> all over really? The is that the, yes. The, that's a growing industry. Am I lying, guys? Everywhere <laughs> on the corner, like you go. South of Wilshire, they they have comforters. They have really, yes, they and have. They're like hand stitching them. Like yeah, uh, no, they sell them. They have the the, the Mama Mia. Packs. <laughs> I don't know if they, where they get them from. Really, but yeah. I so I, but I'm saying invest in these things because dress up the bed, keep it clean. Girls are gonna like that. Also, put some pictures up. Put some pictures up on the wall. I like you don't want to look like you could cease from existing tomorrow yeah you want to you know you want to look like you have to fucking move some pictures off the wall to get out of there i'll also say this and it kind of goes back to the beginning of the podcast we were talking about like uh bombing yeah you know what saves a bomb uh anytime i bomb is calling out how bad it's going yeah i'll just be clear and self uh realization self like understanding owning the, th- the situation that you're in is nobody wants to be with someone that they're like, does he know no. how fucking <laughs> shitty this place is? Does he, did he really just bring, and I think if you say like, and what I would do is I was him, if you get a girl, you bring her home, you just say, listen, this is my first apartment in LA. And yeah. I got, it's, it's kind of shitty. I'm just giving you a warning. Um, I don't like, even if you said, I don't like bringing girls here. I'm, I wanted to bring you home. Mm-hmm. I don't like bringing girls cause I'm, I'm afraid of being kind of judged by it. It's small, it's shitty. And then if you get back and it's a clean, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. place, they're like, oh, this, it's back not to as, undersell, over deliver. It's not as bad. And they're going to go, oh, this is great. What are you talking about? I, I know. And if you have a little bit of humility about it, people, you're upsold as a person because they're yeah. like, oh, he gets it. He, I agree. He doesn't want to live here the rest of his life. And I think- also the, that, to that point is if they see that you put that effort into that place, yes. then they're like, oh, th- then when he has the house house, yeah. it's going to be a nice house. Well, you want, you want upward mobility. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we want to show, you want to say that, listen, this is my first place, not my last place. Yeah, and, and it, show, it says what you how you feel about yourself. Yes, the confidence thing that we talked about. Well, it's kind of like you ever go. I wait a minute. We were talking about you, Puerto Rico. Yeah, you're from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I've been to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. many, many times, mm-hmm. and. Here's what, and I know a few. Puerto Rico's like that shitty apartment you're talking about right now. The, well, it's kind of like that in the sense that, like, you see the women in Puerto Rico, everyone's gorgeous, but they don't have, like, I'll, and I know uh, I have a friend that I've known since I've been like literally mm-hmm. eight years old from Puerto Rico, and like, I've met a couple of his friends. They don't have, like, they're not wearing the Gucci Mm-mm. or the Prada or like the, the high end stuff, but everything they own is like, Gorgeous and mm-hmm. well taken care of. Yeah, the and, Gucci and the Prada's in Dubai. Is in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, this is we're talking island nation. So, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. but I'm saying, I when you go there, you can tell that they literally care Absolutely. about the things they put on their body, and it might not be that they have multiple outfits. They have the one outfit that they wear in ten different ways that looks good and clean every time, and you can mm-hmm. tell that there's some thought put behind it. And it's kind of like that. I always think of that, like kind of with this apartment. 
you yeah. notice it. Yeah, you know, you know what's, you know how somebody feels about themselves and about what they're doing by their mm. car and their and their place of where they live. Mm. Your just your house, you have to make it a home, mm-hmm. and you need to let people know you have a sense of pride, you have direction. Put your degree on the wall, and, and the person that can't see that. That's the person you don't want to be with anyways. You don't want to be with someone like that. I agree with that. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Ida, thank you so much. Oh, this is fun. For coming on. I I thought, I knew you'd be great. Take the focus off my shitty life. There we go. We can other people's (laughs) shitty lives. So uh, I was super pumped to have you. You did not disappoint at all. It was amazing. So go uh, follow Ida on Twitter at FunnyIda. Also, Ida.Rodriguez on Facebook. She is coming to Indianapolis on June 16th through 18th at Broad Ripple. Then she's coming to Denver at the Improv on the 30th through the July 3rd. Go check her out. We're going to come right back with hypotheticals, some shout-outs, and the news. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Ida Rodriguez, thank you for coming on. Fantastic advice. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, all of you go follow and support Ida. She's super funny. You're going to love her. At Funny Ida, Ida on Twitter, Ida.Rodriguez on Facebook. Chris, thank you for coming on. My pleasure, sir. At Mansamp on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network, along with this podcast, the J Train Podcast, every Friday and Tuesday on New York Labs Network. Get your friends involved. Get your friends in both the podcasts. You I know, love that. Get, yeah. Let's make it happen. Um, we got, we're got. we going to do one hypothetical. I like this one. Bruh. You, <laughs> this is how they... I love it. You told me to send this to you. Uh, yeah, sometimes people will Snapchat me things, and I'll be like, send it in. Um, I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. Ida, are you on Snapchat? I am. Do you want funny, to do that? Yeah, it's funny, Ida. I just snapped us. Fida, okay, so I'll snap you after to get people to follow you. Go follow uh, Ida, funny Ida on uh, Snapchat. I'll snap it out right now. Um, bro, you told me to send this to you, so whatever you could do, just screenshot it on Snapchat. You get, you might get a lot of shit pictures. I'm just warning you. It's okay. Okay, good. Uh, would you rather? <laughs> you said that very comfortably. You're yeah, like, sorry. Right. Scene one, scene one. It's better than death threats from the KKK. Yeah, they, no, you're gonna yeah. get. No, you're gonna get fun ones. Um, okay, would you like rather them. live to? Would you rather live to a hundred ten times back, ten times back to back, or live to one thousand once, but cycling intervi- intervals of zero to hundred Benjamin Button style? What? So would you rather live to 100 10 times back to back or you literally live to 1,000 living zero to 100, but in the... Reverse. But No, but you would uh, see the 1,000 years. Oh, I, I see. So you, you live the same years on Earth, zero to 100, or you live to 1,000 those 1,000 years. What would you rather? rather. I'd rather do the 100 ten, back to back 10 times. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Yeah, that's would, probably the way to do it. I don't want to see. I would. I, I think about this. I wouldn't want to see what a thousand years. Have from you now ever looks seen like. Tuck Everlasting? I don't want to no, do what's that. that. That's a movie about these a person, this guy who doesn't die and he lives and he has to watch everybody that he loves die. Oh and no! Just he keep hell no. Give me one two hundred. Boom, do it again. Let's. Do I, it. I was thinking yeah. about this the other day that I don't want to see. Like I don't want to. Someone was there. I was just talking about like. I do not. I hope I die before the world ends. Because <laughs> you know, like, I would handle the world ending like so, like such a pussy. I, I wasn't even thinking about it until you you said like I don't want to see what the world's like in a thousand years. I'm changing my. I do. I do want to be around. You want to be around when the world yeah, ends? Let's, uh, yeah. Let's see what happens. What are they going to? What are you going to do? They're going to be like. Well, what difference does it make? You'll be like, I'm a podcast producer. <laughs> you have nothing. You get. No, I do pirate radio when the apocalypse comes. In. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. be out there and be like, who needs jokes? Be like, get the fuck away. I mean, some guys. <laughs> Sex slave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, are you doing this by yourself? Is somebody? Do you have a partner? No, for this? this is just you. Ah, no, no, no. I want to do zero to hundred over and over again because then I could have ten different lives. Ten different lives. Ten different. Ten different wives. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be like, well, this one was okay. I'm right. gonna sign up for this one now. Yeah, I could do you all know, of them. I'll I, be, I'll be straight one, gay one, transgender one. Yeah, I go be a lesbian one. Just I see do. how all the flavors taste. Yeah, yeah I'm for that. And I see what relationship lasts the longest. There you go. Well, then you could write a great <laughs> blog about that. <laughs> Let's do a uh, news story. Uh, so science says that circumcision does not reduce sensitivity. Oh, uh, good to know for the Jews. 
<laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, I guess we haven't... I, I guess I got to take that disabled sticker off my car. <laughs> yeah, you're going to return your handicap. <laughs> yeah, my handicap stamp. Um, th- so Canadian researchers studied 62 generally healthy men ages 18 to 37, and 30 of whom had been circumcised as infants, and 32 remained uncircumcised, so half and half. Mm. The researchers controlled for age, education, occupation, and religious affiliation, and concluded that sexual functioning did not differ between the groups. But <laughs> now, that's now this is for the man. Now, right. Ida, have you been with an uncircumcised man? Never. Never. Have you mm-hmm. seen one? I haven't. It, it was scary. Um, it, it just I'm not. It was something that I wasn't uh, used to. So was I, it? Were you not prepared? Did he no, say anything? Yeah, it was gross. I'm it sorry. Was gross. Yeah, he, was, he was gross. You know, you know. It's a, the thing is, he was a gross person. Mm. So that because when you're clean, you're clean, whether you've been circumcised or not. Yeah, that's not indicative of you being. I know some circumcised dudes that are disgusting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just he was dirty. So yeah, that whole, I just knew they, what was under that hoodie. They right? all, yeah, they right. also named the shit that's under the hoodie the worst name, Schmegma. Yeah. Yeah, what a horrible name for anything. They're like, like who? That's kind of who came up with that term. I don't know. Which everybody learned from Cards Against Humanity. That's <laughs> oh <weird>. really? I, <laughs> I knew it before I like that. It, yeah. I, I just the idea that Dick Boogers is called Schmegma. Dick Boogers would be better. <laughs> no. At least everyone has a booger. You know, like Schmegma, you've made it a foreign thing. Right. I I would just I I wonder what sh- I don't want to know what Schmegma the consistency. No. Nope. I guess it's similar to whatever you would find in your belly button if you were to find something in it, right? Ida just Ida just decided that she hated this podcast. No, just the thought of it. I mean, and we have such a negative connotation of what it is not to be circumcised. Oh yeah, which is a disservice to some people because you don't you can't help that when you're little. I mean, this is your parents' decision. What a what a weird thing for your parents to decide. I have a friend that you know he has a he's uncircumcised and. It just is the anteater, man. Right. Well, yeah. here's the th- here's, like, the, here's <laughs> the thing in the study too. They go it, sexual functioning did not differ, but functioning is completely different than sensitivity or pleasure. Like, there's no real the only way reason to I know. W- the only reason I wish I was uncircumcised is just for the party trick. Like, now you see it, now you don't. Like, that's a fun mm-hmm. thing to do with friends, you know. Like, to, but I, I don't like. Right. <laughs> Let's do some follow up email. We have some house cleaning to do. Some people send in emails that relate to past episodes. Mm-hmm. So let's read a couple of those while we still have some time. Hey, Papa JT, love the podcast, bro. As you're a poop, I guess a lot of them are poop related. I guess I get mm-hmm. as you're a poop connoisseur, I feel an obligation to share the good news with you and the masses. I have recently discovered something that will change the wiping game forever. Wet wipes, my friend. They're not just for small children. Ever since going back to wet wipes, my butt has been has never been cleaner. Uh, my wiping has, time has decreased by fifty percent. Also, no more dingleberries. As I was going to keep this to myself, but I felt an obligation to share it with you and the other podcast listeners. Keep up the good work, homie. Your loyal listener. Now, uh, can I just jump in on this sure. one real quick? I'm going to ruin this guy's day. Do the wet wipe. You think yeah. you're done? Then take the dry wipe again, and That's, I guarantee you... This is exactly yeah. my issue with his... Uh, you want to treat the wet wipes... Ida, do you use wet wipe? You ever I use, do. You do? I have them in my bag. You have them in your bag. See, this mm-hmm. is the luxury of being a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, you can carry them wherever you go. The problem with wet wipes is you become dependent on the wet wipes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like nose spray. Once you tell... You have to keep taking more and more of it. So... While at home, it's nice to have the wet wipes. Then you go on the road, and it's like holy fucking shit! The your ass turns into the fire of a thousand suns. <laughs> right. It is like over for your week, and so you have to use the wet wipes as a luxury item as a guy right. and a finishing move, essentially. Finishing move, you just can't overuse it. You have to, yeah. Right. It's got to be, it's got to be dry, 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 wet, right, dry. Exactly. It can't or be. You, you can take an you can take antibacterial, which you can carry around. What's that? And the bacterial, which you can carry. See, this on. is hold on. I'm not. Uh, we. This is how go, we know you're a mom. Then you go to the back. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I've always been like this. Since my mom is a, is has OCD and okay, she is um every clean freak. So you can take some antibacterial with you. What and, do you mean antibacterial? And you like, carry it with you, and when you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
Like like the the hand soap, hand the hand sanitizer. sanitizer? Yeah. Okay, and put a little bit on the toilet paper. Really? And sanitize that ass. You might have just really. You might have just saved a couple lives, Ida. <laughs> J train. You don't want to carry wipes around. <laughs> J train. Right. I'm a, a, a quick background. I'm a 23 year old post grad living and working in D.C. Love feather, feathering my nuts to your voice every twice a week. Anyways, want to let you know I've listened to over two hours of your podcast this Saturday as a as I ran a half marathon in support of breast cancer. Wow. I'm slow as shit, so I needed three episodes of your podcast ready couldn't have done it without your Jewish voice pushing me to the finish line just wanted to say thank you keep up the good work big fan never knew about your show until you went on yuppie junk and I've been listening ever since thanks for you do hope you to see you come do stand up in DC I uh, would love it uh, thank you man that means a lot I'm gonna be in DC in June so if anyone lives in DC I will be there the 23rd of June on Thursday night hosting the Betches show so um, that would be cool thank you for listening there and then what's up J Train love the podcast gets me through my shitty part time job this is a follow up email to your podcast about using Snapchat to your advantage so Ida we were talking about Snapchat mm-hmm. you can be funny on there and it get in, like a girl will watch your story all the time and then you just include her mm-hmm. in like the mass snaps that you send individually mm-hmm. and that kind of works like you know fishing with 30, th- 30 lines you see which line so wait a gets minute. a tug you do what now? Tell me again. I think oh, Snapchat, I'm, I'm is flir- Snapchat. Snapchat is the flirtiest app. Okay. So when you send an individualized snap, you're getting it, but maybe 10 other girls could be getting it too. And they don't know. And no one knows. So one of them is going to respond with you and go back and forth with you. The one that oh. responds and goes back and forth, now you have a conversation that never would have happened. So I think Snapchat, and plus if someone's watching your story over and over again, you can kind of see the list of people. Right. And then you can be like, oh, this girl keeps watching. Maybe but I'll what, what kind of her. message do you send though? What's a, a general message? I would say I would just say any snap that you would send to a friend, include a girl that maybe you want to hook up with. Okay. And see if she responds with a haha lol. You know, those are all, you know, buying signals. You know, it doesn't mean that she's in, but it also means that she's listening. That's nice. This is some So, this is a follow-up to your uh, uh, episode about using Snapchat to your advantage. So, yesterday my house had a day party and I posted a few Snap stories with this one girl with this one girl I'm friends with. At midnight, I get a text from this other girl I went out with on a on one date with a few months ago and had recently hit me up to hang out, to which she gave me a bitchy response. The text she sent me was, "You're you're dead you're dead ass hot." What? I don't know. That sounds nice. That sounds like a good text. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I can think of that she texted me was that she was jealous of the girl in the snap story. I hope this experience can help out fellow listeners. Also send shits to E-S-T-E-I-N-18, E-Stein18 on Snapchat. Do you think if you saw another girl in a guy's Snapchat story, would you be like, what the fuck is with this chick? Um, back in the day when I was dysfunctional, yes. <laughs> yes. I would be like, oh, I could get them. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now, that's just trouble. And those those girls that- That's a young chick game. Or anybody. Even guys do that too. Like competitiveness. Yeah. You're just setting yourself up for the next person that's going to come take your spot. Yes. And it also, she's revealed her card. She's shown that she's yeah. more into you than you are to her. Mm-hmm. But listen, get your fucking J Train yeah. on the last- <laughs> J Train on the last podcast, you had a hypothetical about magical Frisbee or being able to land- Standing backflip. Oh yeah, that was a so good, this is a few episodes ago. So there was a would if a frisbee could hit mm-hmm. anything from a thousand yards away, mm-hmm. or you could do a standing backflip. And I said, we I think we all agreed standing backflip. Well, I went with frisbee just because I went, think it'd be fun to you know be able to do that. But. And I said standing backflip because if you were on a dance floor and then all of a sudden it's like having a finishing move. Yeah, that's yeah. your classic <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah that I want to be able to be like, oh wait, there's more backflip. Let me go Standard fuck all the vaginas, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I will pick that one too. Yeah, right? So you mentioned that the backflip will get you laid more. I can say from experience that you are 100% correct. Before I tore my ACL last April, I would throw a standing backflip any chance I got. And there are about five occasions where I got laid specifically because of said flip. And he writes in parentheses, humble brag. So my advice to anyone remotely athletic is to learn how to do it ASAP. <laughs> what if we got like all these people writing in like, I've been injured horribly. Right. snaps with people doing <laughs> yeah, their backflips back, and back then in flip. the ambulance. That's why I do high kicks on dance floors. I can't do backflips. And I've actually fallen on my ass from doing high kicks on dance floors. Like, And 
seriously hurt my elbow one yeah. time. Don't don't do don't do a back. You're gonna look like a jerk getting on stage with crutches. It's oh. not gonna look good. So my advice to anyone remotely athletic is to learn how to do it ASAP. I'm even going to start to try again since I it came up on your podcast. So thanks for getting me back in the game. Uh oh. Now here's a hypothetical. Would you rather have to drink every drink of would you rather have to drink every drink out of whatever shoe you're currently wearing or eat every meal out of Warren Sapp's sweaty belly button? Uh, Things I, to consider. You get to hang out with Mr. Sapp for every meal. <laughs> well, I've hung out with Sapp before. You he's have? A, he's a friend of mine. Is yeah. he a good guy? Um, to me, he is. Okay. <laughs> uh, How would a meal out of his belly button taste? Um, I would take my shoes. You take the shoes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the shoes too, man. Yeah, my feet are clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I trust my shoes. Awesome. Let's read just a couple shout outs. And listen, Ida, thank you for coming on. That was fantastic. And let's be clear just because I hang out with Sap does not mean I am not a proud Seminole. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. You're there a you Florida go. State yeah, grad. There are hurricanes. And uh, we've had, we talked about it before. We had Burke Kreischer. We're going we to a good. Florida State roster. Yeah. There we yeah. go. And man, Sam, thank you for bringing the news, doing yeah, hypotheticals. Course. It was great. Uh, a couple of shout outs. Love the podcast. Keep it up. I want to have a shout out to the Bates rowing team from the Skidmore rowing team. Talked to them at the regatta last weekend. <laughs> that's, the mo- that's the most TFM thing that happened this episode. <laughs> that is the most hilarious. Spoke to them at the regatta last weekend? Oh my god. These guys I mean, this is love that like they a Molly Ringwald movie. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> love that they, they might have been the ones that fought on the Kentucky Derby video. Oh, wait till you see that video. <laughs> love that they came to your show as a team and bumfuck Maine and love that a bunch of them listen to the podcast. Keep it up, guys. Awesome. And then one more shout out. Just your, oh, this guy checks in all the time. One of my favorite fans of the podcast just your favorite asian checking in <laughs> kim jong bro <laughs> yeah in requesting a shout out on all platforms to at kim jong bro and on instagram he's that's so asia i like <laughs> that he stays on brand yeah at Kim Jong Bro 1856 on Snap. For all the young listeners, follow me and learn how to not be such a baby uh, baby back bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Slanging soy sauce on titties since the Korean War. Kim <laughs> Jong Bro. Wow. Uh, hilarious. Love the listeners, gotta say. Well, that is our episode. I'm Jared Freed. You can find me, JTrain56, on all platforms. Jared Freed on Instagram. We will be back next week with your emails and your stories jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we'll see you next week this has been a stand-up labs production powered by digital media subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at standuplabs.nyc stand clear of the closing doors please boom